All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Doctor Who. I am uh, Josh, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jack Phillips. How's it going, JP? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How about yourself? Not too bad at all, thank you. We were just saying before we started, it feels like a fucking age since we sat down and recorded one of these. I think nearly two weeks. Nearly two weeks, yeah, nearly two yeah, weeks. Because we did, we, we recorded two back to back, which was yeah, we banked a couple. <laughs> An yeah, intense week that was, yeah. It was, it was, it was good at the time. But the problem is, it has now been quite a distance between since I watched the episode, episode eight, to recording it now. So I'm glad I've, I'm glad I've written some detailed notes. Is all I can say. Ah, uh, see, I was clever. I only watched it last night, so it's still very fresh in my mind. Um, but before we jump in, just a thank you to. Uh, everyone that's engaging. I know Bradley Fuller runs the TikTok account. He's absolutely fucking killing it the past couple of weeks. Thank you for everybody that's engaging and watching and liking and commenting. Uh, thank you to V, who she was doing our artworks for a little while. Um, she can't commit to every week. So we've uh, got someone else who I think we're all 50-50 on. He doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. We're all 50-50 on. So if you could leave a comment when you see it on Friday, uh, do we stick with this guy? Do we try someone else? Let us know your thoughts. And uh, yeah, just a, just a general thanks to everyone, really. Guys, it, it, look, I, I can't. It, it goes without saying that, you know, the, the, we really, really appreciate the just the, the the sheer amount of love, you know, and kind of, you know, the interaction as well. It's, it's been absolutely brilliant, you know, and it just it's encouraging for us because it knows we're obviously, you know, it, it, for us, it, we know that we're obviously doing the right thing. And as I always say, if you've got if you guys have got any suggestions or anything you want us to say or talk about, just let us know. You know, we're right across the socials. I would say Twitter now, but they've gone for a stupid name of X instead. So how long <laughs> that lasts? Such Who bad knows? marketing, isn't it? That's <laughs> oh, no. just the worst went, thing I've ever heard. Uh, we're we're not gonna get into this because I, I could go for hours, <laughs> much like you last week. I could rant for hours on it. But yeah, no, guys, as I said, you know, thank you for all the love. Keep following us. You know, we'll keep you updated and um and yeah, we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, no, we really appreciate it. And actually, we're not sure how we're gonna do it yet, but we're gonna have uh, a guest on uh yeah, we're gonna have a guest on Raquel. She's gonna be joining us to talk about this episode Father's Day. Depending we haven't actually recorded that bit yet. So depending on how long it is, we will either snip it in very discreetly to this episode, you won't even notice, um, other than the fact that Jack won't be there. Or we will uh, or we'll just release it as a bonus episode sort of later in the week for you guys. But yeah, keep an eye peeled for that. You'll hear a dodgy edit. Uh, you'll potentially hear a dodgy edit a little bit later in the episode. But Jack, talking of episodes, should we jump straight in? I think we should. I think we should. And I've got to say, got off to a bit of a gloomy start for me. It's all very... Uh, yeah, it was, it was straight, you know, straight off the, uh, straight off the bat, off on a gloomy start. And I suppose that's kind of... Um, I mean, looking at the, the overall episode in, in general, it's one of those things that you look at, it is a nice, sweet episode, but the underlying thing is, is Rose's dad's dead. So it's not exactly the most, you know, kind of, you know, happy episode, shall we say. No, I um, totally but, agree. You yeah, actually the called first, this way back in season one, uh, way back in episode I, one, I think. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. It just, it just, I don't know. It was either he'd run away and then they weren't, they weren't going to talk about him, but I just didn't feel like that, that was the... The dynamic that was in yeah Rose and her mum's flat. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad I called it. Actually, I've got to say I was, I was really happy with that. I was when I when I saw the next uh, the, this time next week, I was like, yeah, called that one. So uh, yeah, I think that's probably going to be you know my once a uh, once a podcast. But um... <laughs> no, fair enough, mate. So yeah, so gloomy start, like you said, Rose. Te- uh, sorry, Jackie telling Rose about the dead dad and. Um... Big paradox episode. I was making loads. I haven't watched it for a while. Straight off the bat, I fucking love this episode. I think it's a damn oh, good episode. What did you think? It is good. It, it, it's the, the thing with this episode. It's everything that you want from a kind of a time traveling story. Exactly. You know, you want yeah. that kind of messy paradox that's kind of borderline. You know, kind of looks at, on the kind of the realms of of like kind of what you know, classes as good humanitarian, like, you know, the way you act and everything like that. And I just loved it. I just thought it was, it was brilliant. In, and I think the, the kind of the threat, the constant threat they gave as well, they were in a building, but the building was only going to hold for so long. Yeah. 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 I, it's it. a clever, I, I just love I, it. Yeah. Cause it's sort of like, it's called like a bottle episode where it's to save the budget. They stick it in one room or one location like that. 
And uh, yeah, it, it really does do a good job of uh, building the tension. But I mean, I haven't yeah. seen your notes for this week, JP. Do you want to run through your notes and we'll sort of break it down? Yeah, we'll go chronological order for the episode. Um, the, the next note I made was it looked like the uh, Doctor was playing with a futuristic Rubik's Cube, which really made me chuckle because it <laughs> made me think that actually he's probably way beyond, you know, kind of the the knowledge to just solve a normal Rubik's Cube. So maybe there is a futuristic you know, Rubik's Cube out there. The That's Rubik's a good point, Cube yeah, because you can like you see. Yeah, yeah, because you see he reads books in like seconds. I think they do that in a couple of episodes. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, it would make sense. Like He would probably solve a Rubik's Cube like that. So I did like when he's, uh, when she's asking him, can we, can we go and see my dad? And he's like, uh, and she, she sort of plays, oh, she's like, uh, you know, oh, you know, it doesn't matter if you can't do it. And then he instantly, he sort of, he, he sort of, uh, he uh, animates a little bit. And he's like, I can do anything. And it's mm. a bit like, should he have, should he have put, he could have avoided this entire episode if he was being sensible. He was being uh, a show-off. That, that that actually is, is part of my point. The part, part of the point I made is, you know, should the Doctor have been responsible and not let them go back to that? Because you, exactly. you've got to look at it from him. He has a certain level of responsibility to say, you know, look, this is what we got to do. And it's not only just about keeping him and Rose safe, it's also about keeping what I'm assuming is the timeline safe as well. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. It's the butterfly effect. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, that's it. Exactly. And it, that was that was something that was right in the back of my mind the entire thing. It was like, should the doctor have seen this coming? And should the doctor said, look, I appreciate you want to go back, but I can't take you back because yeah, only exactly. he could say no. You know, that's yeah. it. And, the, and the, I was to say the other thing that was also in the back of my mind right at the start of the uh, the episode was, of course, they'd never actually show the hit and run driver at the start. And I yes, really, right. really thought. You're right. I really thought it was going to be Dots and Rose that run him over for some stupid reason. Oh, that thought, would have been a twist I, and a half. I, yeah. I, I genuinely, I was, I was expecting them to kind of go right the way through to the episode and they'd be like, we've got to kill the dad to, to stop this paradox going. Yes. I genuinely was expecting them to step out the car and just be like, well, we did it. And I was just like, <laughs> and, they, and they didn't do it. And I was kind of, I was a little bit gutted, but then I was like, actually, the, the way it ended was quite a nice, you know, a, a nice way. But, um, no, but yeah, a right, very, very yeah. interested episode. Yeah, no, really cool. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, back to the 80s, basically. Um, I think it looked I, like, I believed it was in the 80s, to be fair. Well, I mean, the, the, the note I put was, you know, with the set designers, they're, you know, they're obviously sat around having a cup of tea or whatever set designers do, and they're like, right. We need to make this look like the 80s. Anybody got any ideas? And then someone went, right, what do you think about the 80s? Maggie Thatcher. Brilliant. <laughs> Slap her on a poster. Put the camera past it. That's the 80s right there. And it, just, it was just so on the nose. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, obviously they're trying to make a point that this is the 80s. Not None of the clothing, the cars or anything like that. They were like, no, just put Maggie Thatcher on a poster. <laughs> have the camera pan right across the poster. And then everyone knows it's the 80s, which, uh, which did make me chuckle. No, I, I, I thought it was a pretty, a pretty bang up job, to be fair. Apparently, all they had to do was remove some satellite dishes from the sides of houses. And that was enough, yeah. basically, because that's how fucking dated London is at the minute. Oh, uh, well, I say at the minute, 20 years ago. It, well, it hasn't changed much in the past 20 years either. But yeah, no, that's just, true. speaking of set design, though, the car that um, Pete drives, that old clapped up banger. There's, yeah. uh, it's uh, when I was doing some research, it's D-Reg which means that it was about a year old at time of recording. So Pete has no respect for his stuff because it does look like an absolute clap. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to give you a bit of a bit of a risky hint here, JP. Talking of posters, did you get the Easter egg this week? No. Uh, That's a good question because I don't think I got it for a poster. Ah, interesting. Interesting. It was a very subtle hint this week, but it was in there. Uh, and that was a little bit of a clue that it was poster related. You're now not allowed to rewatch this episode to be looking out for it, by the way. Damn. <laughs> nope. So yeah, I'm like, okay. was good. Yeah. yeah, no, I did I didn't see it. Ah, That's very annoying. Of course, then the the you know, kind of the dad gets run over. They 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 sit there and well they stand there and they watch. Which again is quite a horrific thing to be watching, to be honest. I'm not sure it's 
saying I'd want to see. I, I, I get the point that she wanted to be there with his like, with her dad after he'd been hit and as he died. But I mean, would you want to stand there and watch it? Yes. No, I totally agree. Yeah, you like would? hide round the corner, oh. and wait for it to happen. Oh. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to watch my dad get hit by a car. No. <laughs> it's just That's the way you not... just went. Yes, and I was like, oh, no, okay. wow. no, 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 no. Touching wood, I never have to see that happen. But no, I like. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you. Hide around the corner, let the doctor be on watch, and then send Rose out or something like yeah. that. I think would be better. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a uh, kind of a, a weird thing, but then. Of course, they never actually show him get hit by the car. They show the vase, like you know, or the vase depends where you're from, smashing. <laughs> but the the kind of the the track record that Doctor Who has had so far <laughs> with the skeletons and the exploding aliens, I genuinely was expecting them to show him being absolutely kind of <laughs> by this guy. I was, I was sticking out of his corpse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it, and I was like. Ah, I was almost a little bit disappointed, really. But, yeah, it uh, probably wouldn't have yeah. surprised me either. Yeah. But that was, yeah, so that was that was an interesting one. But then, of course, they go back and then Rose, you know, kind of superhuman leaps and, and pushes him out of the way and saves him. And you know that because the, the vase is, is saved instead. But um, yes, it's a, yeah. me- it's a metaphor, Jack. The vase is a metaphor for his life. I know. I know it's, it's mad, isn't it? Not that and then it breaks it at the end. Really. Spoiler alert! I know. I can't believe it. It was a nice vase as well. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I'd love to make a clever joke there, but I know naff all about pottery, so I, I don't. I can't make a good joke. But here's what it is. Um, <laughs> I really thought she was gonna. They they were gonna Marty McFly it. You you you've seen Back to the Future, yeah? I have, yeah. So, of course, you know, back to the future, I'm seeing a lot of parallels with this. They go back in time, something goes a bit sideways, they have to undo it all and, and put it all back together. And, of course, Marty McFly, the, the first thing, his mum, who's a younger version of herself, starts hitting on Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. He's doing everything he can to avoid that. He's like, no, 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 no. And it was when, it was when her dad pops around the corner and he just goes, oh, boyfriend troubles, is there? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well no but then he does proceed to hit on her i've actually got a note i've actually got a note how many times have you been rejected the same way that rose rejected her dad oh mate i just, I just I don't, it, it takes the whole friend zone to another thing it's a dad zone not a friend doesn't zone, it just, it's a dad zone. yeah doesn't it just oh, i i so love that scene. i thought that was quite i actually oh, really you... like the relationship between rose and uh rose and pete in this i think it's done really really well even when he doesn't know like I don't know, just like that. They mentioned it at one point. He's like, well, why did I trust you? I gave you my keys. You know, I brought you along to this wedding. Like, mm. That just, I suppose, yeah, well, we will never know. But I suppose if you did meet like a grown-up version of a daughter or a son or something, would there be that sort of familial instinct that kicks in? I don't know. It's a bit, quite an interesting thing. It is an interesting thing. And, I, I, and that, that's my answer. I just don't know. I'd like to think that, you know, if you spend a bit of time, because I can't remember how old they said Rose was, like the the baby Rose was. It was she was only a couple of months, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she's a newborn, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely a newborn. But like, you would have thought that if you'd have spent enough time, that you may be able to see some kind of similarities or something like that. You know, so you just you just don't know. But I've got to say, I think you're spot on with the the kind of the character rapport between Rose and her dad, and the fact that. They they were they, they could have just gone very boring. This is Rose's dad. This is it. He died. They saved the they saved him. That's it. But yeah, they no, I... they made them they made them very very similar, and you can tell. And this is going to go far too deep into than than it should, but you, you can tell that Rose has characteristics from both her mum and her dad. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, she 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 kind of picks up that kind of cheeky kind of like can-do attitude from her dad and then she gets a kind of adventurous uh, adventurous can't say no attitude from her mum that's yeah you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and we kind of had 50 percent of the puzzle before this episode and now we've got the other 50 percent as well and it just shows yes. you and, and again the the par- giving you the keys and everything like that i'm looking back to when the doctor gave rose the keys to the tardis yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. She's just that, the girl that with was, daddy. That was only a matter yeah. of episodes. Yeah, that, that was only a matter of episodes. You know, so you, you kind of, she obviously is a very good companion because she kind of radiates that feeling of trust. You know what I mean? And I'll I trust her, you know, I, I would. But um, 
but yeah, no, I thought it was very sweet. And, and again, it just builds the entire episode to the point of where it is revealed that, you know, that, that, that she is his daughter. And then you're like, right, is she going to break to the point, you know, kind of break the news to him that he's actually dead? He's not alive. Yeah. And I tell you, there's some fucking good acting in this episode. Oh, like, just isn't it just the whole way through? And I think it's got something to do with the score as well, like the music that underlines some of the key moments. Like, the, the, the note that I made is when uh, Pete arrives at the wedding and him and Jackie start arguing, and there's Rose is just looking on at her mum and dad, who you know, in her eyes was this perfect couple because that's how Jackie's always explained it. And they're arguing and they're fighting. Yeah. And has he been cheating? Has he not been cheating? All this stuff. Yeah. It's just, it was fucking like, I've, I put genuinely quite sad in my notes. And like, it was, yeah. and then, and then like you said, yeah, when he's like, do I go gray? And you sort of you oh, see her don't. face just drop and <clears throat> excuse me. And then she starts um, saying, yeah, you read me a bedtime story every night. We did picnics. And he just, yeah. like, his face again, it just drops and he goes, that's not me. Like, yeah. it's just fucking, it is brilliant. He's, I absolutely love perfect. it. It really he, is. He, yeah, it really is. No, it really is. And, and, that, and that is the thing where good actors will make, I mean, I know that you can have a good actor with bad writing that, that, that pulls the actor down, but the acting in this made this episode. Yeah, 100%. And, and it, 100%. It just, if you hadn't have had those actors acting the way they did you just wouldn't have had that because there was kind of three stages you, you're sitting there you're thinking right what's going to happen to Rose's dad then you're like is Rose's dad going to find out that he is actually Rose's dad and then yeah. you're like the third part is is he going to find out that he's dead and yeah, just exactly. that there is that same level of tension across it's no kind of oh thank god for that everything's over like they, they you know we can relax and it, it's just you kind of get that full sense of hope. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. wait, we're back up there. And then you're like, oh, okay, he's found out. Oh, wait, no, he now wants to find out what his future's like. And it's just, it is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But um, Yeah, it's quite relentless to be fair as well. Just like... No, it really is. But yeah, no, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Picking some uh, holes in the episode rather than just fanboying over the entire time. When the Reapers, which are those alien things, I don't think they're named in the uh, episode, but they're called Reapers. Mm -hmm. When they attack, yep. right, there's one bit when they're outside the church. Oh, we haven't even spoken about uh, the Doctor and Rose breaking up. We'll come back to that. But there's one yep. bit where the Reaper's outside the church. It's making a beeline for the bride. And then it yep. must see the priest in the corner of its eye or something because it thinks, oh, Aww. fuck me, I'm going to have that kitty fiddler instead. Like, just out of nowhere, just gives up <laughs> on the bride and goes, what's yeah. that all about? You, the the funny thing is, I actually put the eighty zoom was back because the last episode we we watched, of course, you had the eighty <laughs> zoom when Max went down, and I was like, oh yeah, the eighty zoom is back. Just a horror <laughs> zoom of you know that the monster's coming. We're the monster. We're eating the person, and that's what we'd be seeing. And I was just like, oh, that's brilliant. But the the again picking holes in it. The the other thing I couldn't work out as well is those things made an awful amount of racket when they were attacking the church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they just decided before they kind of announced themselves, they were just like, yeah, let's just go really silently. <laughs> yeah, let's go tension mode. Just... That bit where Mickey's in the park and everyone's oh, just you like... And, and that was Mickey, by the way. I couldn't believe that was Mickey. I was like, I put in my notes, I was like, is that Mickey? And then like, literally it was just like, I think Rose's mum is just like, oh, um, it doesn't like Mickey hug Rose or something like that. And yeah, just Rose's mum goes, <laughs> oh, it, it, Mickey's taken a light to you. And I was like, no way, that's Mickey. I was like, that's yeah. yeah, I didn't realize he was older than her, to be fair. I sort of keep forgetting that. Yeah. Um, um, but... Right. So, question about Mickey. When he's in the park, right? Yeah. He's wearing a full on suit, isn't he? Yeah. Well, but, but the wedding had already started because the bride has already been and they've said, like, oh, you need to go around because there are some guests missing. So, was he running late to the wedding or was it just. Was he planning on crashing it? Why was he in a suit? I don't understand. I, I got no idea to be honest. I mean, people <laughs> wore suits. Like people just wear suits just because. I mean, the only reason we don't outside of work is because we're not, you know, kind of not rich. But I, I guess people just wear suits to go out. Yeah, but they not like a fucking three-year-old kid to to the park as well. Come on, I just thought. I think that's a bit of a continue a continuity thing, but. Anyway, anyway, could no, he's fucking got a chain on. Has he? 
Yeah, he's got like a chain, like tucked into his collar where the tie would be. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I that, that just bugged me for a bit. Can we talk about yeah. uh, Rose and the Doctor's little breakup thing? Yes. Fucking brutal on both of their parts, to be fair. Doctor, like, you well, stu- I picked up another stupid ape. And Rosie's like, yep. go on then, you'll be back for me. I like fucking hell. But again, like I've been in relationships like that. Do you know, like it's so real, like real family drama. And I think that's what later series of Doctor Who has been missing. Like a lot of this, you forget you're watching a sci-fi show. I think the good acting between yeah. you know Rose and the dad and Jackie and uh, Pete and the Doctor and Rose, like it's just brutal. And he takes he takes the key. Was he just going to fuck off and leave her in the 80s? I don't know. I, I did think that because I was like, that is a bit strange that he just takes the key back. Yeah, <laughs> what's she supposed to do? I, I just, I, I don't know if that was a kind of heat of the moment thing because I think part of the reason why he flew off the handle was because he realised he cocked up. That that was it. You know, you, you know, it, it's that he's angry at himself, you know, for, for kind of putting him in that situation. Because to me, the doctor seems like a kind of a perfectionist, a self-perfectionist. And he's realised he messed up and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and he's angry because it's it's his fault. And then I think that Rose escalates it and we see why she escalates it because then you look at the argument between her parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that her mum is still going after it. She's still going after it. You know, it's just like, it's kind of, I can't remember what what scene, um, what film it's from, but you know that fight scene where they're kind of the guys on the floor and there's the two guys, and they've got the baseball bats, and then like, there's, there's one, they, he's like, he obviously decides that the guy on the floor's had enough, and he's like pulling the other guy back, and the other guy's still trying to go <laughs> for him, and, and it's just like, I, I get that's the feeling with kind of Jackie, she's just like, I, I want to carry on going, and, and you see that with yeah. Rose in the argument, yeah. and I think that, alright, part of the reason it, it helps kind of nurture the plot a bit, but I think part of the reason they made that at the start of the episode was to show that Rose is very similar to her parents, Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah, and that's really cool structurally. Um, you know, as I said, it helps the plot, but, you know, it helps develop Rose and, you know, kind of the story for Rose's parents as well. Yeah, well, to be fair, it doesn't really help the plot because he does come back pretty much straight away. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I totally, I hadn't even thought about it but, like that. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I think it's there to show she's like Jackie. Like, yeah, totally get it. Because the Doctor does, he comes pretty much around. Oh, how cool was that, by the way? The empty TARDIS. Oh. That, that's probably just the prop they use anyway, isn't it? Well, again, I was reading some interviews. They were going to make it so that he opened the door and it was a traditional police box. Um, yeah. But in classic BBC fashion, they didn't have the budget. So they just used <laughs> the actual fucking prop that they had, like you said. Yeah. And I'll fucking oh, that'll brilliant. do. <laughs> that, that's um, just incredible. Yeah, it's quite funny. But um, right. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, mate. Last week, well, it was like two weeks ago for us, but last week we had a companion fuck up and the doctor just abandoned them. This yep. week we've got Rose fucking up. So two bad companion stories back to back. And I think you actually touched, well, I don't know. Why do you think the doctor forgives her, but didn't forgive Adam? That's a good question, actually. Because, yeah, no, you're right. And the doctor kind of makes a point of, build you know, kind of like building on on Adam's cock up in, in the last episode with the click and I know it's all very childish and everything like that but that's the kind of point and yeah I don't know I mean maybe because he knows that him and Rose work well together yeah I th- it's quite interesting as well just to do two you know two relatively sim- totally different but relatively similar themes back to back and I think you touched on it. I think it's this time because he feels responsible. He let it happen. I think that's a huge thing that yeah. I hadn't considered. And then, yeah, I think it's like she's got a proven track record of being a good companion. So it's left ambiguous in the episode. But what are your thoughts? Was this always her intention, JP, to come back and save her dad? Because he even no. brings up at one point in the episode, he I does. said it travels yeah. in space. You said no. I said it travels in time. And you came running. So do you think it was intentional? No, I don't. I don't think it was. I, I I think it was one of those things that, to me, I think that Rose just wanted a bit of closure, because where she'd never, you know, where she was too young to remember her dad, she never got to see him or or anything like that. So I think it's a bit of closure. Okay. But 
I, I I still think the the fault lies at the feet of the doctor. The doctor should have shown responsibility and gone look. You you can't do it like as as much as you know. It's it's almost like um self sacrifice, really. You know, you you kind of you have a a level of responsibility. You know, like the the Spider Man thing with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you the doctor has this ability to travel any point in the world, any time, and he actually makes it himself. He says, "Do you know, kind of, do you not think I wish to go back to stop the time war or wh- whatever it was, or, or stop yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. my people yeah. dying?" You know, because he does have that ability to do it, but he can't because he knows that that would mess everything up for for everyone else. You know, the the great is is the greater good, isn't it? You know, that, and that's that's the. That's what Rose has to learn, I guess. But whether the doctor decided to do it because he thought that it would be a valuable lesson for Rose, or whether he just showed a moment of weakness, I, I don't know. But I, I think the doctor is the one to one to blame for this one. Yeah, like I said at the start, I think she goaded him into. I think she was like, "Well, well, if you can't, then don't worry about it." And then his ego um, sort of kicks up. I think we sort of mentioned it a few episodes ago. Do you feel there's a, a a relationship subtext to between Rose and the Doctor, or do you are you still of the opinion? I think you said that you thought it was quite platonic, and it's it's not like that. How do you feel after the breakup yeah. scene? After him being like, "No, I'm going to show off for you." We obviously just had last week as well, where, in my opinion, he's showing a little bit of jealousy at Adam, and maybe that's why he turfed him and is being a bit more forgiving to Rose. What are your thoughts on how I that's don't know. See, it's it, it's difficult because. There are there are there are certain aspects where you you know you sit there and you think okay yeah you could see that there's a there's a, an actual relationship building there, and then there's other times like last episode where the doctor purposely pulls Rose through the door first to tell her what to say to Adam. Because yeah. let's be real, yeah. if you were truly jealous, you would you you wouldn't be trying to wingman your competition. You know you'd be like oh yeah you know. So I just think that. I don't know. It, it, it's still very 50-50. And I suppose it, I suppose they're trying to go for that kind of that flirtatious relationship, but it's also a professional relationship, but it's also like a father and daughter kind of thing. It's just all mashed into there and they're, they're kind of showing different parts. And it's going to be interesting to see how they take that further down the line in later seasons. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um yeah, what else have you got in your notes, JP? I've got one here that just says, fuck me, he looks strange without his coat on, doesn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, apart from apart from that, the only other thing that wasn't strange was Rick Astley in the car. A little bit of Rick <laughs> yes, Astley. love that. Going along, again, the 80s, they're like, look, we've got to put the 80s in, and it was just like, quick, who, who's brilliant from the 80s? Just get Rick Astley. Quick, stick him on the radio. Um, yeah, what else was I- it going to be? Come on. Yeah, I'm very strange. Talking of very strange things, though, why did they kill the priest? It just That's he what made I a said. beeline for the priest. I don't, I don't know why. It's like I could have. No, but it he was going for the wife, and then he made yeah. the beeline for the priest. Like it's so strange. Yeah. He's very, very strange. But I just, yeah, it's it. Um, the interesting thing as well, of course, they then explain what's happening. The the doctor comes back into the church shepherds everybody into the church and goes oh no we'll be safe in here i'm not really i guess it was a kind of convenient point for the plot they wanted to be in a church it was a wedding all all that stuff but you got these kind of giant space lizard dragon things surely you would have thought that they got for a bit of glass (laughs) yeah the stained glass windows yeah yeah i just i was like uh you know maybe if they'd explained it that it was religious or something, you know, something like that. that they yeah, this is a of... holy spot in time. It's going to take them some time to... Yeah, yeah I do just, get you, I uh, do get you. Oh, they can't break down the door. It's like, oh, okay, so these, like, kind of intergalactic, interdimensional beings just can't break down a bit of <laughs> brick, wooden glass. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, no, so that, that was interesting. Um, the other thing I really liked, going back to the Doctor and Rose's relationship, yeah, is... Rose asks the doctor specifically if this is her fault, you know, when they're all huddled in the church and, and everything. Yeah. And the doctor doesn't say yes. I, I, is this coming back to your he feels responsible theory? Yeah. He doesn't specifically say yes. I mean, he doesn't also specifically say no either, but there's, and that's, that's again, part of the reason I feel like the doctor is taking responsibility for this, not pinning the blame on Rose. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, I had not thought about this until you brought it up. I think it's really interesting, sort of. Uh, way of looking at it. yeah, I think I agree with you, mate. To be honest with you, like because it is his cock, he should have said no. You're right. Yeah. What? What? And, and like, that... uh, he sort of tucked, but what would he do if he didn't know the rules of time and had the opportunity to save his planet? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's it. I mean, surely at some point he would have. I mean, again, I'm. You know, I don't know kind of the early stages of being a Time Lord and everything like that, but surely the first thing you would be doing is going, right, how do I fix all this trauma? Yeah. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, exactly. Uh, right. and, and it's just, yeah, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. And, of course, the only way you can learn from that is by making the, those mistakes. Yeah. Oh, that's actually, so, I didn't even make a note of this, but at one point when he's talking about these Reapers coming in and sterilizing them, he says, my people would have stopped this they would not have allowed this to happen and that's like that was i totally forgot that line even existed that's quite a fascinating little like because we don't really yeah. know what the time lords are what they do or you know anything and then to have a line like that they're time police from the sounds of things well that that's it i mean look look at it from my perspective right what do i know about doctor who's people well i know they're all dead because there was yeah. a big thing called the time war which I now know was against the Daleks, and everybody apart from the Doctor and a Dalek died. That's it. I know that they've got two hearts, yeah. and I know that they can travel through time and space, and they can go anywhere. I'll be honest, mate. It. I'm 20 years of Doctor Who lore ahead of you, and I don't think we do know much more than that. <laughs> but but that's it. So you, you, you don't know if they are kind of, as you say, like some kind of interdimensional police or, or something like that. You just don't know, do you? No, exactly. I think maybe from what I can see, it's explained more in classic who, but yeah, it's very, very, um, it's very rare that it sort of gets touched on in new who, to be honest with you. But I love that. And these little hints here and there, totally forgot that line existed, but I'm totally here for it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Now talking of lines that you, that you're here for in this episode, we got to then talk about Rose, explaining to you know her dad that she's actually his daughter and then you've got the awkward thing of her dad going oh tell me about the you know tell me about the future do i go gray oh i've or got that I exact same no yeah have oh, i gone gray and then he shits himself oh i've got bald <laughs> i know and it's just like later oh, fucking say yeah <laughs> it's just oh it's one of those things you just you you kind of again it's what I was talking about that kind of false sense of security us as the viewers get you know when they he goes oh and you think oh no he's gonna say it. have I died and then he's just like oh don't tell me I've gone bald and you're like yeah, yeah. Huh. and you think you just don't know whether yeah. to laugh or not and you just like I, what do I do yeah well as someone that's going bald JP I imagine oh, you can yeah. relate quite a lot you to and that. me both mate yeah <laughs> no no I'm not, I'm not going bald I'm gonna have a full head of hair black hair until oh, no, no, I, you are I'm, i can see i watch yeah. your hairline receding every time we fucking mm. talk <laughs> i was gonna say yeah no we, we see each other in person probably once once a year and it's just like you know it kind of just it's gradually <laughs> creeping back <you> know? <laughs> but this is like it's genuinely it's a very somber episode it's very heartfelt it is also very very funny you've got the yeah. the, the groom's dad that's like i knew this day was cursed you shouldn't be married ever i thought that was quite good but I wrote down the have I gone bald, have I gone grey, have I gone bald line. Absolutely brilliant. It, it then got topped for me just towards the end where Pete is trying to explain to Jackie and he goes, this is, this is my daughter. And she's like, what do you mean? How young do you have to be? And he goes, no, it's Rose. And she just turns around and goes, where's my note? How sick is that? Like, I, I genuinely brilliant. watched on my own. I genuinely laughed out loud. I was like, that is fucking what brilliant writing oh. that genuinely had me in stitches i was like that's yeah. a fucking well-written line that's so because you would why would you why would you imagine it's your daughter you'd be like fuck me you've named your daughter after your other daughter that you your had other 19 daughter. years yeah. ago yeah and her, honestly yeah, and her reaction had me in stitches it is brilliant it is, and again it goes back to the acting you know the way exactly. she delivered that line you you could imagine yourself down the pub in the east end of london watching that conversation while you you know yeah. kind of what the, the, that or not even a conversation that argument that's going on in the corner of a pub while you're sitting there and on a friday night you yes. can imagine being there and that's why they they just deliver it so well they they really do um which is just it's brilliant funny episode to be fair like it's got heart it's got humor 
I fucking love it, JP. It's a fucking awesome Thanks episode. It is brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. And they somehow, with all this going on, they then managed to up the stakes with Rose. This is going to sound really awful, but touching herself. Oh, my God. That was my only thing. He literally shouts at her, don't touch yeah. the baby. And, oh, ah. I, like knowing it's fucking coming as well. You're just like, you've got one I job. Put, I just put, I was like, oh, she touched the baby. That was baby. it. <laughs> the doctor has never been clearer in the eight episodes I've watched. The doctor exactly. has never given clearer, more vital instructions that are so clearly delivered on "don't touch the baby." There's no, there's no question there. You, there's no kind of miscommunication or anything like that. It's "don't touch the baby." Yeah, it could not be and more clear. <laughs> and she touches the baby. <laughs> That's it. And it's just, Insane. yeah. I was, it's but insane. again, yeah, don't. It just, I mean, I suppose looking at it again, you got to make mistakes to learn from them and everything like that. And I guess that's going to be a thing for Rose that she's got to listen to the doctor. You know, she's going to carry on doing this companion thing. She's got to listen to the doctor and what he's got to say because, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And this yeah, is all exactly. very new to her because why would she know about that? There's, no, yeah, there's nothing yeah, else yeah. in life that you're never going to, you know, you're actually going to know that. So, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, but, it's a uh, new experience, bro. So let's yeah. talk about sort of how it wraps up then. I totally forgot that everybody comes back at the end. I made a note sort of halfway through that was like, how are they going to deal with... I thought it was going to be like, you know, the well, fucking the Thanos snap, the blip in Marvel. I was going to be like, so in the 80s, like these aliens just came and removed half the population. How are they going to address this? But okay, everybody has their mind wiped or forgets about it for some reason and they yeah, all come back. I, but what about the doctor and the hot key? And what did you think of this solution? Well, that was that was the thing because again, it's kind of one of the only disadvantages of watching uh, binge watching a series that's got seasons in advance. Because the, a note I'd put is, if I didn't know there was like seven seasons left, it would have been dramatic. <laughs> because yeah. you think you know, thinking about it, it's just like it had that level of oh my God, what's going to happen? You know, with the key, it was just like suddenly the doctor gets consumed and you're like, what's going to happen? How are they going to get out of this? As you say, like at the end of, you know, at the end of Endgame, you know, everyone was sitting there going, oh, sorry, at the end of Infinity War, everyone's trying to work out yeah. what's going to go up. Yeah. And you're like, how do, how do they fix it? You know, how, how do they go about? And I, I noticed they, they kept showing the car kind of phasing in and out around the corner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was and like, again. I was God. I was expecting Rose and the Doctor to be driving the car again. Yeah, that's how they close the loop or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. no, I think it. Yeah, it's a little bit sort of hand wave away. This is what needs to happen, but I think it's really good. I love watching sort of Pete come to the realization as well that this is what I have to do. I know this is it. He, the Doctor, knew all along he was trying to save me, and his goodbye to Jackie and Rose again just really fucking. Oh yeah, genuinely moving stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's another episode where the Doctor doesn't save the day. No, and I think this is probably the first episode that he directly, what well, I would say, directly causes an issue in the episode. Yeah, arguably. Yeah, you're right. Because everything, everything else they've kind of stumbled across, haven't they? There's always been an issue that they've stumbled across. Yeah. Whereas this episode is the first one that Rose and the Doctor have done something that's caused... And you know, kind of caused this issue to happen. Yeah, you're right. Hold on to that. That comes back around again in a few episodes. Really? Hey, there <laughs> yeah. we go. Right, there we go. Like a stop clock on right twice a day. There we go. Look at that. I got it right with the dead dad and I got it right with that. But yeah, no, it's, it, it's a very, yeah, no, now, now you say that actually again, because it is Pete that decides that, you know, it, he it's his decision to do that, to stop the whole paradox and everything like that. So yeah. Um, on a on a slightly morbid note, I did put a note saying, "Imagine if you mistimed it and the car just phased through him." <laughs> yeah, or it doesn't quite kill him, and he's just sat there bleeding out for about two <laughs> he's just days. Just like and... mangled, yeah. Oh, I just well, imagine that. God, I was just saying it'd have been like that bit. Did you ever see? Um, oh, what was it? Was it was it King Kong Skull Island or say not the 2012 King Kong film but the other one with um, Tom Hiddleston in? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kong you Skull know, Island. You know, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Kong Skull Island. That's it. You know the bit with the guy with the grenades and he comes up and he goes for that dramatic death and he's just yeah. like, yeah, And he yeah. just gets and flicked just to like, the side, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was just waiting for that. I was like, oh, no. Okay, no, they've killed him. They've killed him. But well, again, here's a question. You know, what would have happened if the Reapers had a fight? Do you think because he's been well. removed, would it would it would it reset? I or did he know. have to die by getting hit by the car, do you reckon? Well, because the thing is, is the doctor says that they won't stop until everything's erased. So you think it wouldn't have mattered if they'd have No, it, I, I don't think it would have mattered. I I think they would have just carried on erasing the whole timeline and that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't because know. He I just died... my mind, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it's a fair point. But I, I the, the way I read it is he had to die by that car for everything yeah. to go back to normal. Okay, fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah, closing the power so, loop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, but, yeah, no, I, I mean, look, as, as everybody listening can probably tell, this has been my favourite episode so far. I, this oh, is really? Everything I thought Doctor Who would be. It just, it's, it's a messy time paradox that's you know, it's got everything in it. As I said, it kind of, it reminds me of Back to the Future. It reminds me a bit of Star Trek. You know, it's got that moral dilemma. It's got the, you know, kind of that dark humour we've just that's delivered absolutely perfectly, you know, and it's got those really kind of tough scenes that you, us as the audience, know what's going to happen, but the, the characters don't, and you're just, you're waiting for that. And uh, yeah, no, by far, this is my favourite episode I've watched so far. Oh, wow, I love that. So love it or hate it, JP? Oh, love it, for sure, definitely. I know I've said love it for all of them, but this this has been my favourite episode so far. Hey, I love that, yeah. It's definitely a love it for me as well. I mean, it's a fucking good episode. I've sort of, don't do this, but I've taken a look ahead as well, just to see what episodes are coming up. And we are in, like, as good as it gets now. Just to give you an idea of the IMDB ratings, next week mm-hmm. is a two-parter. They're both rated nine. Then there's Ooh. a little bit of a dip in quality. It's 7.1, but it's one of my favourite episodes. And then we've got okay. the final two-parter, which is 8.6 and nine as well. So get involved because the next three weeks is going to be two-parter, one-parter, two-parter. We're going to finish off the season Ooh. and they're pretty much all nine-star episodes now, mate. We are. It sounds like we are in for an absolute kind of Goliath. <laughs> just, I, we, we, you, you got to come back to the UK. We just got to watch them together. Just, do, <laughs> we'll just watch them together, the same TV, and we'll just be like, yeah, let's just watch them. But I can't. I didn't realize that the next one's a two parter as well. So I'm, I'm assuming uh, if everyone's happy that we'll do the the two parter together. Is that the yeah, plan? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do that again. Um. So just before we start talking about next time, some miscellaneous notes, right? When if mm. you ever do rewatch this episode, and for people that are listening. When Rose and the Doctor walk out of the TARDIS for the first time in 1980, there's a weird, like, it sounds like there's a party on, like, there's this weird music playing, but it's never revealed to be any, I don't know, I was watching it on iPlayer, I'm not sure if my TV was fucked or something, but, so, if you've noticed that and you're listening, can you write in and let me know? It's very strange. Did you pick up on it, JP? No, I didn't. I I reckon you got loud neighbours. Really? No, but I, no, because I actually paused it to make sure it was the TV. Like, that's how out of place it was. And it did. It paused with the telly. And I was like, this is very strange. Never noticed that before. Um, strange. What else have I got here? Yeah, I really thought it was going to be the Thanos snap. And at one point, uh, Pete says there's smoke coming up from the city. It must be happening all over the world. Presumably, all of these people just snapped back into existence like Endgame. If there's fires and stuff, are they like, what the hell is going on? Or do you think buildings and stuff got repaired? Like, what do you think happened there? Yeah, no, I I think it got repaired. I I got the feeling, because again, uh, while I'm watching this episode, uh, you know, I'm fully aware that Loki season two, they're dropping trailers left, right and centre. And again, I I love Loki. It's it's no surprise. You know, this, this episode is very, Loki was very mirrored, you know, mirrored very, very closely with this kind of paradox timeline repair and everything like that and the 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 kind of the one thing i took from it at the end was you know they have those uh timeline charges that they use the stick thing the prunes no not the prunes they they put down these little canister things and then you it it kind of this you get this like kind of energy wash thing that goes over oh yes 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 i got the feeling it was kind of like that where it just everything that shouldn't have happened Uh, or that happened in that bit that's that's after the event then gets erased 
and he, uh, don't ask me where or you know space magic but that's that's the way i took it i mean it could be wrong but that's the way i was looking at it. i was like okay it's all been erased because that shouldn't have happened and that's a part of the timeline yeah, yeah, that's been yeah, cut that. off okay okay yeah very interesting um the reapers never return i don't know if that's gonna raise oh, any really? questions for you yeah this is the last the first and only appearance we ever have of them and there, don't get me wrong there's a shit ton of paradoxes coming up in doctor who but they never but come they back. Never... Yeah. I mean, we yeah. can actually, so what we're going to start doing on Spotify now, I don't know if we can do it on any other platforms, but we can put a Q&A. So I'm going to put that as a question. Would you like to see the Reapers come back? Do let us know. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Cause I think they're a pretty yeah. good villain, you know? I, well, I wouldn't even say they were a villain. I just would say they're an, not a, they're a necessity. Like a train yeah. inspector, yeah. you know, they're, they're all right. Or a traffic warden or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right, they're not necessarily evil, but nobody done saying it's going to buy them a Christmas present or something like that. But uh, I wouldn't have said they were villains. But then um, you would expect them to come along. For, you know, especially if you're saying there's, there's further paradoxes, you would have expect them to be coming back. But maybe yeah, that's exactly. just lazy writing. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Who knows? The only other real note that I've got on the episode is Rose's dad was actually supposed to be Simon Pegg. And no. I spoil anything for you, JP. But the reason Simon Pegg took the other role is because he didn't want to sign on to uh, a long-term contract. Really? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Just going to drop it and leave it at that. Oh, 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 damn. So apparently the actor that they wanted to play Rose's dad, they killed him off and then went, have a long-term contract. Well, exactly. <laughs> Such mysteries. Such, I, I like Such that. that's, mysteries, that's cool. yeah. The only other thing that I found interesting, I was going through the trivia section on IMDb, and Rose calls her dad, uh, you're a bit of a Dell boy. And yep. when they made the Only Fools and Horses prequel thing, did you ever watch that? What one's the, oh, the uh, Rock and Chips like or something like Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he yeah. plays uh, no, Dell boy's dad it, yeah. in Rock and Chips, yeah. No way, really? There you go, yeah. I love That's Rock and cool, Chips, actually. I thought it was quality, yeah. Now, see, I never watched it. Uh, I thought it was it wasn't as good as Only Fools and Horses, and they get like whatever Rodney's actor's name to come and play Rodney's dad. So Rodney's in it yeah. but as an old man, but it's his dad, but it's the same actor. It's very confusing. But yeah. I, I remember it being an alright show. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, give it a watch if you can find it anywhere. But anyway, yeah, we digress. Sure. We've gone off on a tangent. Back to again. Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, next time another trailer. BBC classic. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> I've got questions left, right, and center on this one. <laughs> so highly regarded as the best episodes of Doctor Who of all time, the next the next two parter. Um, it's mm-hmm. Stephen Moffat's first writing credit for Doctor Who, who later goes on to be showrunner through Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi's term. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of the trailer? I mean, look, first things first. I'm assuming that's World War Two. There's there's planes, there's bombings. <laughs> it looks like London. Every time you see London with the with the kind of the the light and and everything like that, and yeah, the kind of with the search top of lights, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to assume it's World War Two, you know? <laughs> yeah. so that's it. Um, the 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 second thing, I mean, what is up with the creepy gas mask people?s Ooh. I mean, damn, that is that's proper. Like you know, I mean, you you kind of you always hear of like you know kind of stories in London, you know, Jack the Ripper. Uh, the the uh, what do they call it? It was the blackout murders as well. Everything like that, you know. It was always that kind of written in the law to scare kids. You know, we always make sure that you're in a group when the you know kind of when the blackout was happening and everything like that. Yeah, that yeah. just seems that you you could almost see that that was a a legend that was written, and then Doctor Who took in inspiration from that. That almost Ooh, to me seems like a thing that would yeah, 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 that yeah. would happen. You know what I mean? Like a kind of like a thing like the Hound of the Baskervilles or. Yes. I'm just trying to think of other le- other legends, really. About things like I don't know, Frankenstein's monster, maybe as a legend. I don't know, but so, you know, so, something yeah, like yeah. that. So that that was a lot less cool. monster, like yeah, all that sort of stuff. That's yeah. it, yeah, lot, yeah, so stuff like that. And then the final question I've got, which I think is probably the biggest one, is that a second Doctor? Oh, it'll prove your theory's true if it is, JP, won't it? It would. Yeah, no, it would. Because, I mean, no idea if it isn't a doctor, what the guy is. He just could be an alien or something. But, yeah, no, I, I just, I've got a lot of questions. And he just looks so cool. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm so down for it. You've certainly been calling that for a while. So if that comes full swing, 
you will be a very happy man. I will be. I will be. That would be the second thing I've got right and the only two things I've got right so far <laughs> in this watch group. But, you know, I've, I, I'm, I'm one for one at the moment. <laughs> yeah, to be the, other. <laughs> the, the other hundred <laughs> things that you've got wrong yeah look i'm on a streak all right i'm on a one <laughs> one hit streak at the moment i'm now going for two but yeah oh, no i'm yeah. i'm that that looks good that definitely looks good and i, I think i remember at school as well because these came out while we were in primary school and i think i remember kids talking about them in primary school as well yeah i imagine you've probably heard me and brad sort of quoting this as well like yeah this is they, honestly this is again let's not get into it we'll save it for next week i'm not sure i like these episodes i'm quite excited to rewatch them i always skip over them for really? some reason so but is it because are... you're a bit of a scaredy cow or something no i just i, I won't say any i don't i won't say much because <laughs> i don't want to sort of um i don't want to sort of cloud your judgment before we go but like i said they're right they're both considering it's a two-parter one is normally rated more than the other they're both nine star episodes so yeah. I'm very excited to go back and see what I've been missing. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps us up for today, doesn't it, JP? I think that does. Yeah, I think, you know, that's that's it. As I said, you know, this Father's Day, definitely my favourite, you know, kind of my favourite episode so far. Yeah, do you know, I think it's up there for me as well. Like I said, at the end of the series, we'll do an episode ranking or something like that. We'll really go into it. But uh, yeah, it's definitely up there. But Thanks for listening, guys. We have we are actually going to be doing a recording session with Raquel. So that'll be a little bonus episode that comes out in between this one and the next two-parter that me and JP are going to do this time next week. But um, yeah, I think that wraps us up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for all of your engagement. We want to hear from you. Email us, comment, like, subscribe, whatever it is that you do. Keep them coming, guys. We really, really appreciate it. A bit of a, on, on, on more of a personal note as well. Um, Bradley Fuller picked the name Doctor Who with a question mark and it basically fucks us on the algorithms on Spotify and Apple and it takes us for ages to find it. So really the only way we're getting new listeners is by you guys sharing, uh, recommending us to your friends and rating us. So the followers are going up every week. So we're really, really grateful that you guys are doing that and we just ask that you continue to do so. Like you're a fab community where we want to uh, stay engaged as much as possible. So yeah, because Bradley Fuller cocked up our name, you have to leave us a review. That's the... Uh, leaving note that we're going to uh, depart with. We'll catch you later. Thank you all. Adios, amigos.